0: Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast. The podcast for all things coaching, leadership, people and culture. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the power of a conversation. So, are you ready? Grab your notepad and pen, get comfortable, let's dive right in. In my line of work, I talk all day long and it's something that I was chastised for in school and you'll see it present on my website as well. All of my school report cards usually said two things, talks too much, laughs too loud and genuinely I've built a life and a business out of those very things, those very concepts and I'm very proud of that because I find that there is true power and beauty in a conversation and talking can have huge benefits to our mindset, our well-being, the well-being of others. The list is endless and I'd like to share that with you today. Now think about all of the conversations that you have in a day. We probably talk for a phenomenal amount of time and there's probably a good few parts of the day where we are really welcoming the quiet as well to absorb, reflect, think all of those lovely things. But the power of of, uh, conversation can really build that powerful connection within your organisation. And this is where we can start to remove some of the myths that coaching needs to be something grand and formal and booked in for 90 minutes Actually, we can have, as you hear me say all of the time, everyday coaching conversations and this is where the beauty and the power of a conversation really comes into its own and I want to be able to convey that to you today, the power of being able to speak freely and openly in your organisation, building employee voice, building inclusion, building upon psychological safety, developing that culture of coaching and feedback. That is continuous. It's not something that stops and starts. It's something that drives the entire operation of your business. It's something that drives the hearts and minds of all of your people. So think about all of the conversations that you've had today, even so far, regardless of what time of the day it is. You might have had a conversation with the ticket inspector as you got on your mode of transport. You might have had a conversation with your family members, whoever you live with at home. You might have had a conversation with a colleague on the phone on the way into work. You might have had a conversation with the shopkeeper as you go in to buy your morning newspaper. You might have had a conversation with yourself in your own mind. I've done that plenty of times. You start to separate what you could have, would have, should have said if you could go back in time. Well, those parts of the conversations are probably not always beneficial, maybe from a learning point of moving forward, but let's not get stuck in that. And maybe that's a conversation for another day. But let's think about the conversations that you have, the conversations that could create change, that can create movement, that can create connection and belonging. And those are the types of conversations that I want you to embrace and get yourself thoroughly involved in every single day now these conversations don't have to be long stuffy formal booked into meeting rooms that last 90 minutes these conversations can be the conversations that we have at the water cooler i hate that phrase but i love it at the same time it can also be the conversation that you have while the kettle's boiling whilst you're making a cup of tea it can be the conversations you have with someone in the elevator at work it can be a conversation you have fleeting as you pass in the corridor. But it can also be those lengthier conversations, maybe five or more minutes, where something happens. And that something happens comes from the power of engagement in conversation. And that can be that beautiful dance, if you will, of people listening, making eye contact, engaging being truly invested in the other person, asking some wonderful questions, listening to the responses, using that as the springboard to the next part of the conversation, maybe staying on topic if that's what's needed. Maybe it steers the conversation in a different direction. So think about all of the conversations that you have had either today or the conversations that you maybe have planned this week. Sometimes the conversations we have planned can be quite Difficult ones. And sometimes they can be really helpful conversations where you might recognize a colleague, you might acknowledge the work that they've done, demonstrate the value that people put in, you might thank someone for their hard work. You might have the more difficult conversation where you need to address a hot topic or you need to address an issue of some sort. You might have to have a conversation with a colleague about something that isn't particularly wonderful or it's less than fun. You might have uh, conversations with your family members when you go home about your day. You might have conversations about what you are doing at the weekend where you're deciding to go on holiday. The list is endless. I'm sure you'll recognise all of the conversations that you have on a day in, day out basis. So think about the conversations that you have coming up this week. Where can you potentially improve some of those conversations And by that, I mean reflect on some of the conversations you've had in the past. Have you been fully present? Have you engaged with that person? Have you followed up a conversation? Is there a conversation that you're sitting on that you don't want to have? Is there a conversation perhaps that will bring about that change and that movement forward? Think about all the ones that you have this week and then let's consider some of the ways in which you can interact. The power of conversation in the workplace is huge, especially for engagement, motivation, psychological safety, coaching, all of the good stuff, all of those sweet spots that we should be embracing in the everyday world of work. So while you're thinking of all the delightful and maybe some other less than fun conversations that you may have in the coming days and weeks, I do want to ask you to consider how many times you have avoided a conversation, and I mean a verbal conversation and in person perhaps, so whether that be face-to-face, on the telephone, a conversation where you can hear one another's voices, see one another's faces on Zoom, on Teams, whatever that might be. How many times have you avoided some of those conversations and in place of them sent a quick Teams message message? a direct message to their Facebook chat group, Uh, WhatsApp, you've sent a text message, let's go old school. So there's many different ways in which we can communicate and have conversation. I think often we miss out on some of the beauty of having verbal in-person conversations. Sometimes, yes, time-sensitive, and it's easier to have that conversation through technology means, and great a conversation can be really powerful. It can establish bonds. It can establish relationships. It can make or break relationships as well. It can set a tone. It can set an impression. You might use conversations to, again, you know, garner some sort of movement. So maybe you are negotiating something or you're having a conversation in a team setting. There might be conversations that are thought provoking, that are solving problems or that invoke some sort of emotion, perhaps. So the power of a good conversation is really, truly beneficial in your organisation and in your daily lives. And I want you to think for a moment, just before you might be that type of person that sends a quick text message or a quick Teams message or a DM could there be an opportunity for you to have that five-minute conversation on the phone? Let that person hear the wonderfulness that is the tone of your voice, really hear the meaning from your conversation, listening to the words that are shared and really taking part in that, that connection, that conversation that allows us to build those connections with one another, those connections that create trust create those bonds, bring some values. Maybe there's conversations that you have that can help people separate ideas, pros and cons. There might be conversations that you have that helps a person make a decision. There might be a conversation that you have with someone that could be a life changing moment. What I would ask for you is, Let's really truly get involved in those conversations. Be that person to open up a conversation. Be that person to give someone your ear and do so where possible verbally if you can. And now, don't get me wrong, I'm also a fan of sending an audio note, much to my friends' amusement sometimes. Um, And there might also be a little caveat there in case there's little ears listening around, but certainly that human interaction can certainly be lost if all we are doing is sending digital communication so this is the art of conversation either verbally vocally over the phone for example or having that face-to-face conversation let's replace some of those with the volume of emails messages and such like that we have so i just wanted to add in that caveat whilst you're thinking about those lovely conversations to have Okay, so think about the incredible power of the conversations that you can be having in your organisation. It's not just about the exchange of information from one place to another. Actually, it's about building a conversation where people's voices can truly be heard. And if we think about the opportunities that we have in the workplace to really intertwine empathy, to intertwine inclusion, understanding, connection, belonging, psychological safety, coaching, all of these things together can really truly build a powerful people-based culture in your organisation. And it's thinking about the conversations that you have and how you can transform them into that place where people's voices are invited and people truly get heard. And this is the sweet spot where we can demonstrate vulnerability because people will be no longer scared to speak up for the fear of repercussion or being made to look stupid. People can speak up and say, I'm stuck, I need help, or I don't know something. Those are quite vulnerable statements to make. And actually, if we can develop that real connection with others in our team to be able to say that freely without that fear of being judged, then there's huge benefits to that. And opening up conversations allows us to do that wonderfully so. So again, think about the vulnerable sweet spots perhaps that you have in your organisation because conversation is a personal contact. Now we can get bogged down in the minutia of everyday chit chat that doesn't necessarily mean anything or the constant chatter that goes on all around us because sometimes we fear silence and sometimes we need that that quiet as well as i mentioned earlier but it's getting to that point where we can speak freely and we want to hear people's voices and we want to hear what's going on for a person in that moment and we do that through having conversation so i asked you earlier on to think about some of the conversations that you have coming up this week is there a conversation that you have been putting off if so i'd like you to consider these questions What benefit will having this conversation have for me and the other person? What will be the impact, positively or negatively, if I don't have this conversation with the other person? Those two questions on their own can be really powerful in shifting our mindset toward holding conversations, especially when it might be a difficult circumstance. Maybe you have a conversation coming up that is around solving a problem. Again, thinking about how we hold that space for sharing a problem, that good old saying, a problem shared as a problem halved, makes massive sense to me. So actually, let's put that out. Let's put out those challenging conversations. Let's put those problems on the table and then let's address them. So you can ask questions, what's going on for you? What's been happening for you right now? What are the blockers that's preventing you from moving forward? Where has this problem came from? What can I do to support you in removing this problem or at least moving forward? You might have conversations coming up that are a little bit more buoyant. Maybe you have an opportunity to celebrate something and have a conversation about the impact that someone has made for you and your team and your organisation and your life. Think about how many times we've thought to ourselves, well, oh, I should have said that to that person. Now's your chance to go and do it. And that could be that nice comment, thanks for your hard work. Really, thanks for the effort that you've put in today. I appreciate you. And again, holding that conversation and telling people what you value about them and what they bring. Again, these are the things that brought that strong sense of connection through the power of conversation and increase that element of inclusion and belonging. Okay, now one of the most important things that I find really useful to consider when we are getting involved in conversation is to consider, okay, well, what does a conversation bring for you? What does it bring for others? One of the key things that I consider on why I'm so Involved in talking and having conversation is because it can be very, very important. So, conversation can be a great social support mechanism. We hear it all the time on adverts from mental health charities and organizations about the power of talking to someone, whether that be in confidence, anonymously, or talking with a friend, family member, loved one, colleague, whoever that might be because when we are able to garner that conversation that's where our social support can start and this is where perhaps we can get things off our chest maybe we can um, share understanding with another person maybe we can help another person put things into more of a perspective of what's going on and find ways in which to move forward to cope perhaps to bounce back Conversation is necessary for people. When people don't talk, that could suggest that there might be a problem when people become silent or quiet. Now, I know that many of us will have been touched in our lives by losing a loved one, uh, losing a friend, family member, colleague. And you might have things in your mind that you think to yourself, oh, if I only had the opportunity to have one more conversation with that person. Let's try not to have that as the afterthought. Let's have those conversations in the moment because there's huge benefits in having conversation and the benefits are there for you and the person that you're involved with in that conversation because it creates that connection. When you talk with someone, you're creating that bond. We are social creatures. We are engaged in conversation, we feel that affection, we feel that love perhaps. It might be an opportunity to share really useful or important information. It might be Even in the conversational topics that we have every single day, the incidental conversational topics here. So, I might share with someone something that I've done or something I've learned, and there could be a learning from that for another person. And this is where conversation isn't just necessary for communication in order to engage those relationships, but we can share that information that might spark an energy, that might spark an idea, that might spark a movement forward, that might spark an element of growth. It might give you something to consider, think about. It could be that thing that you can challenge, give you that fresh perspective, perhaps. Conversations as well are really useful for repairing relationships. All right. Think about the conversations that you've maybe had with a partner or a family member when you've had, you know, crosswords. And then everyone goes silent and goes in a half and doesn't speak to each other for a few days. And this is where, you know, people then say, well, I'm not speaking to them until they speak to me first. Okay, let's remove that. Let's let's use conversation as an opportunity to repair those broken relationships, perhaps, strengthen them, and again, help them move forward. And think about the opportunity that conversation might bring. It might give you a learning point. It might give you that opportunity to discover new things, discover potential, empower you, perhaps inspire you along the way as well. Now, I'd also like you to consider the more fun aspect of having conversations, especially in the workplace, getting to know your colleagues, getting to know the people around you. Now, a couple of weeks ago now, I facilitated a workshop and as as part of the icebreaker for the workshop and as part of getting comfortable with asking questions and just holding conversation, we created a set of conversational uh, coaching question cards. Some of them uh, really poignant questions. Some of them a little bit more light-hearted. And I'm going to share a number of them with you just now because there might be conversation starters here or prompts. Think about it that way for you to engage more with people in your team, uh, in your workplace, in your home life, and your social life as well. And who knows where some of these conversations can lead? So questions like, "What was the happiest moment of your life?" How lovely to observe someone being able to. Reshare that moment again out loud. I'd love that. Um, What was your favourite item or toy as a child? If you could eat only one food for a full week without getting sick, what would it be? Who would you want to have play you in a movie of your life and why? What do you wish you'd been told as a teenager? This question I love When was the last time that you did something for the first time? What do you like about getting older? What event or experience do you think had the most influence on your life? How good a question would that be? If you had an extra hour of free time, what would you do with it? Who was your hero when you were a child and what did you do to model some of the behaviour in that person? Here's a great question for establishing some uh, value, some recognition, some gratitude in your workplace as well. What is the best thing that happened to you this week? Uh, Maybe asking some questions that is a little bit more um, advice driven, shall we say. So what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Who inspires you now and what is it about them that inspires you? Where do you see yourself in five years? What a great conversation starter, especially in uh, outcome setting, goal setting type of conversation um, to be able to see what that person would say. Here's another great one. If you knew that you could not fail, what would you do? Here's one that I love. What's your biggest pet peeve and what are you doing to eliminate that? (laughs) I'm sure we've all got them, haven't we? I asked that question to someone recently and they said, oh, I I can't stand slow walkers uh, and that did make me chuckle. If you were a superhero, who would you be or what would your superpower be? What is your idea of a successful day? If you could rid the world of one thing, what would it be? What is your best personal characteristic? What takes you outside of your comfort zone? What is your favourite quote? Now, without being rude, uh, if you could be invisible for one day, what would you do and why would you do it? Uh, Which of the possessions that you have um, has the most sentimental value for you? Now, this was a question that I uh, did make me laugh. When did you last write a handwritten letter and to who did you write it for? What New Year's resolution did you make that you've kept? If you could live anywhere in the world, where would that be and why? If you had to choose a personal motto, what would it be? What do you like to do when you're not working? What do you value most in your life? What motivates or energizes you to do your best work? Name something positive that's happened to you so far this year. Who are the people who matter most to you in life? And then lastly, describe yourself in three words. Now, today's episode is meant to be lighthearted and fun. And the reason it came about, folks, is because I've noticed that I'm starting to have more, I don't know, deep and meaningful conversations with people. And it's just truly by tapping into what's what's powerful for them being able to set that stage where change can happen and not always leaning toward sending a message. Sometimes it might be an audio note. I might pick up the phone and have a conversation with people. I might then suggest, let's go and meet for a coffee. What powerful conversations can you have today? So folks, that's all from me for now in this short and sweet episode. Go and have those wonderful, powerful conversations sometimes they might be coaching conversations sometimes it might be some of the most delightful conversations that you've ever had remember conversations can come from anywhere it can come through a question listening to something someone says it can come from someone having a rant or event it sometimes might come from someone sharing a problem with you or highlighting something that they maybe want to make a decision on listen out for those conversational cues that people give away and how you can then listen and ask some truly powerful conversational questions along the mix. Don't forget to join me next week for the next episode 23 of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, and we'll have some of our uh, guest speakers joining us throughout the month of May as well. Can't wait to be able to share that with you. Take care, everyone, and bye-bye for now.